As most of our listeners know, Women's Hospital is a specialty hospital in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, aimed at improving the lives of women and infants. They have expertise in caring for pregnant women, critically ill infants, and women with cancer. It is currently the only freestanding, private, nonprofit specialty hospital for women and infants in the United States and is internationally recognized for excellence in providing women's health care. Renee Ragas recently joined the woman's team as chief executive officer, and he's sitting down with us to talk about his background in healthcare, priorities for the hospital, and even giving us some inside scoop on his life outside of work. That's in this episode of Unprivate Parts. Welcome to Unprivate Parts, a podcast hosted by Woman's Hospital. Join us as we pull back the proverbial curtain with honest discussions on women's health and the uncomfortable subjects we all want answers to. Well, congratulations, the new CEO of Women's Hospital, an old friend of mine, actually, Renee Ragus. Congratulations to you, Renee. And I think I can speak for a lot of people at Women's Hospital in saying, welcome aboard. We are happy to have you. How does it feel for you? Well, first of all, thank you. And it's it's great to be working with you again and all of uh, my new teammates here at Women's Hospital. Um, it's really exciting to be back home, uh, to come back to Baton Rouge and to be a part of such a legacy mission in this community. And and just as a as a former dad to to three children that were were born here as well as my wife being born here. I'm really excited to be back and be able to lead this organization. It's really exciting. And I want to talk about you being a dad and your experience here at Women's Hospital uh, with your wife giving birth here as well. And we'll get into that. We'll get into your background and some fun stuff and your vision. But I'm wondering, it is such an important position and there is such a mission and a purpose and a passion behind it. And I'm wondering at what point in your life, whether it be when you were younger or throughout your professional career, did you ever envision this type of career? So I always wanted to go in healthcare and I thought it was important to me to be able to be in a business where I um, affected someone else's life positively. And early in my um, education, I, I knew that I wanted to go in healthcare, just didn't know to do what. Um, and, and through a couple of different interactions I had in healthcare, I ended up in an administrative role in healthcare where I was able to touch and affect all the parts of healthcare, not just be in one specific area, um, which was really neat. And it, it's kind of come full circle to be able to lead this type of organization because what I always wanted to finish my career was to be at an organization that I believed in what they did um, and that I had a personal positive effect from it. And I did as, as a dad of, of several patients and, and a husband to a, a, uh, a wife that was born here as well. And let me ask you with your, I mean, two decades now, I think of experience as an executive in the healthcare industry. And I do want to talk about that experience, but in the challenges that we're seeing right now in the healthcare industry in the past two years specifically, would you look back at that and at your experience prior to then and say that that is perhaps the most challenging time or have you ever seen or experienced quite that level of a challenge in healthcare? So great question. Um, I don't know in my 
26 years in healthcare that anything can compare to the last two years. Um, whether it be uh, the pandemic and, and dealing with multiple spikes in, in COVID um, to a hurricane or any of those different once in a lifetime, once in a career events, um, they kind of shape your lens and they constantly give you a different perspective about what's important. And that at the end of the day, the people that we're caring for in our hospitals or in a physician's clinic or any part of our healthcare delivery system, it's hard enough that they're coming to us because they're hurt, they're sick, they need care, they need help. Add on the stress of living in what we've lived through the last two years or having lost your house in a hurricane or, or, or any kind of different, um, you know, adverse effect on top of having to reach out and, and need health care for you or your family. Um, so it has sharpened my focus on the patient and the person because everybody has a story. Everybody mm-hmm. is, is dealing with something um, that's led them up to today. And, uh, and that's, that's, I will continue to keep that perspective um, that we've been through some really hard times in the last two years and that we've continually have to focus on the person and the patient. And everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different need. And, and we have to, we have to meet them where they are and we've got to make them a better person. We've got to heal them. We've got to send them back to a potentially hard uh, situation and, and make them having been better for it, for, for interacting with, with us and our team. That alludes to just this great responsibility that you face right now. Does that make you feel nervous at all? Or can you take that nervous energy and do you feel confident about your mm-hmm. vision and your plan? Mm-hmm. Or what is it that you feel about what you just said? Well, I'm excited. Um, it is a new opportunity to take my years of experience in healthcare and, and my lens of how I th- see things um, and, and really try to improve on a great thing. I mean, Woman's Hospital is legendary. Mm-hmm. They are unbelievable. They are exceptional in everything they do. And again, I, I've experienced it myself. And what I can only hope to do is to continue that legacy that's been here since 1968 and grow it and make it better every day. And what I believe in is never settling, never settling for what's best today. Only only trying to improve whenever we think that we're the best at anything, that we need to continue to keep trying to just get better and better in everything we do. So I think it's exciting. I'm happy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to be back home and have a new team to work with and new patients in the and to be back in this community is just something I couldn't have asked for. And I know the hospital felt you were such a wonderful fit for this position. And I do want people to get to know you a little better. First of all, I know you went to Southeastern Louisiana University, and then you got your master's from uh, Tulane, of course, in uh, 2000 in healthcare administration. 
And uh, you went on to Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady, and I know you were there for quite some time, almost half your time or most right, of it in right. healthcare. Can you kind of give us an overview of your journey through each position and what drove you to take the paths that you did, to stay on the path that, that you did, and the most important concepts that you learned throughout that journey? So my first job in healthcare was a nursing assistant. So the the lens that I've had in the 10 positions I've had over the last 23 years is that every job I've had, I've always remembered taking care of a patient and being at the bedside and understanding the dignity of a patient and that that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's dad, that's somebody's child, right? That's somebody's spouse. That's important to me. And everything I've done has been through that lens. There are a lot of things that you can do in healthcare that are strategically important, that are good stewards of your financial resources, that are that are good for a lot of different reasons. But if you ever lose focus on who we are or what we're taking care of, then you shouldn't be in this business. So that's important to me, first and foremost. Through my years in healthcare, I've been in patient care operations, I've been in revenue cycle, I've been in strategy, I've built hospitals, I've grown markets, I've done just about everything uh, from academic medicine. Um, I was faculty at a university for a while and had some good memories actually a little earlier today, I was talking about some of those. Um, but what all of those have done, I think is, is positioned me to be able to know a lot of the different areas to help make you successful when you're trying to lead a healthcare organization. So all those things, all of my different experiences have made me who I am and have, have framed the philosophies and the strategies I have for leading an organization. On that note, what kind of leader would you say you are? What is your leadership style? So leadership style is this. I believe that you should treat every person like you want to be treated. And that's the basics. And that's from the patients to your colleagues, to board members, to physicians, anybody you interact with. To me, it's pretty simple. Everything falls into focus when you truly are treating other people like you want to be treated. And what you'll see out of my leadership style is I lead by example. I lead from the front. You'll never see me walk past a Coke can in the parking lot. I will pick it up and put it in a garbage can just like I do in my own house. And I take the responsibility as a leader in this organization personally. This is, I have a lot of people's livelihoods and their families' livelihoods that depend on my leadership. And I take that personal. And so every day when I walk into whatever challenge I'm going into, whatever day I'm coming into the hospital to lead, I'm going to always remember that a lot of people are depending, depending on me and so is my family, right? And so I'm going to, that's going to be important to me. I take it personal and it, it's, it's rewarding to me to be able to lead from the front and, and to be able to lead by example. And um, that, that's, that's, I guess, the best way to kind of describe my leadership style. The golden rule. Yes. It's the golden rule. And it's something I didn't need to learn in graduate school. I learned it from my parents. <laughs> exactly. So in the house. It starts right, in the house. Right. Yeah. So we're getting a little bit more than the leadership qualities here at the hospital. 
little homegrown wisdom as well. Right. Uh, I love that. So speaking of your family, you did your wife birthed three children here at Women's. Right. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience? And I understand that the third child, um, it might not have been the most convenient place in right. terms of location to where you were living at the time, right. and you still came back to Women's. Right. So my first two boys were born at the the old woman's hospital um, out on airline. And uh, from the physician care to the nursing care to being a new parent and, and feeling at ease on such a big part of, you know, your life, bringing another, bringing a child into this world, unbelievable experience. And, um, when we, when we moved out of the market, um, to the North shore, um, and, and we decided to have one more shot at a girl, it was not, it was another boy. <laughs> but when I, when I talked to my wife and said, you know, so how do you want to, you know, we, we live, you know, outside of Baton Rouge now. And how would you like to, you know, do the delivery? And she looked at me and she said, if you think that we're not going back to Women's Hospital, you have lost your mind. And that decision was made that <laughs> that afternoon. Um, and, and we came back and, and delivered our third child here. And uh, the experience at the new Women's Hospital was just as good as the old, little different facility. A little different facade, but the spirit, the compassion, the way people treated us and made us feel special. Um, it's just something that you, you, you can't, you can't replicate. And so when, when you have the best environment, the best product, the best care, people will travel. And, and, and we did, and it was great. And I was, I was glad we were able to do it. I can vouch for it. You know, I had my three children here as well. And it is a beautiful location. This is right. such a beautiful hospital. Right. What are some of the early goals that you have coming in, stepping in a, CPE, a CEO? So the first thing is, is I think to reemphasize what a great thing we have. Um, I think it's easy and we have a lot of time to think about smart growth, to think about things we can do different or better. But I want everybody to realize we've got a really good thing here and that I want to do a lot of listening. Um, I've, I've been studying up my history on the hospital, and I, I think the legacy that we have here is something that needs to be solidified and, and planned and carried on well into the future. And, and that first, that, that starts with listening. And I want to go around and listen to all of our team, all of our medical staff, and, and, and really get feedback on why do you like to work here? Why is this the best place to deliver your child? Um, and, and continue to stabilize and really focus everybody on what's made us great here at Women's. Um, and, and, and once we get that, um, once we get that, that strategy, that work done, then at that point, we start thinking about what are the short-term goals of the hospital? What are the short-term priorities? What are the things we need to do in the short-term? And then start planning for the long-term. So um, a lot of listening, a lot of relationship building. Um, I will be out and about. I do not like sitting behind a desk. Um, so you will see a lot of me. Um, and, and that's a big part of 
of kind of the vision is, is going out and getting feedback from all of our team and, and our medical staff and our board and our community and our patients uh, to prioritize what we do in the short term and the long term. Let's talk about some fun stuff so that people can get to know you a little better. <laughs> I think first and foremost, I think you're going to bring in some LSU sports paraphernalia into your office. A big LSU <laughs> fan. Uh, I know you're a fan of the Tigers. Yes. My wife and I are big fans and, and you know, having spent almost two decades in Baton Rouge, um, I've got many great memories in Alex Box and then Tiger Stadium and lots of interactions. Um with some really, some really neat people, but, um, big, big sports fan. Love it. It's part of the culture growing up in, in Louisiana. And, uh, I'm really excited to be back, uh, in the capital and be able to go and enjoy all of the great activities, whether it's LSU, Southern, you know, BRCC, all of the different sports programs here in, uh, here in Baton Rouge. So what's your favorite sport? Gotta be football. Um, and I guess a close second would be baseball, but I think football is still, still the focus. And I'm looking forward to, um, a much shorter commute to Tiger Stadium. <laughs> Favorites pro team. Saints. All right. Who that? Yes. I'm excited. I've been, uh, that's been one thing that's been interesting about living on the North shore for a couple of years is it's a much more. Well, there's a lot of LSU fans. It's a lot more Saints pro sports focused with the Pelicans and the Saints. And, and when we first moved there, I was like, wait, where's all the LSU signs? <laughs> Saints, you know, everywhere. So, uh, but I'm glad to be back to, uh, uh, you know, the Baton Rouge and all the college teams, but uh, still support our, our New Orleans teams. And What do you do for fun? Fishing. It was fun. Um, I grew up on the coast of Louisiana, so uh, by nature, I'm, I'm, I love to fish and, and be in the outdoors. Um, I love sporting events and doing that. And then probably third would be golfing. Um, I'm not really that good, but I like being out, <laughs> out and I like enjoying other people's company and, and just being out. And um, it's a good it's good to be outdoors. And, uh, and then obviously, I like, love spending time with my family. Family, big or small? Big, mostly New Orleans. You had to think about who you were right. going to consider family. I was family. thinking about, is that <laughs> in-laws, just my family, everybody. But yeah, big, big, big family. Um, and my, my siblings are, are spread across uh, Louisiana, but most of them are um, around New Orleans and in the New Orleans area. So, uh, but all within, um, all within an hour to two hour drive from here. So oh, who does? Still close, yes. Yeah, what's your favorite place to travel? Um, I would probably say Florida. Um, I like uh, I like to spend time at the beach. Um, I also like to spend time, um, you know, when, when I'm fishing, going to different different destinations and um, like to spend time in Grand Isle, uh, Louisiana. Spend a lot of time there. Uh, fishing and enjoying uh, time with my family. We do ski trips as well in the winter. I'm not really good at skiing, but my my kids love it. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, that's kind of the. But we've 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 done um, some neat trips uh, recently. Uh, last summer, um, we packed up. Uh, my wife took most of the trip, and I met him along the way and drove to Maine. 
Oh, wow. um, and stopped along the way. And they're trying, we're trying to touch every state with the boys. Um, so I think we're a little over halfway. So fun times. And how old are your children? 12, 10, and five. And not a quiet one in the bunch. Not a quiet one in the bunch. <laughs> uh, what about no. books, TV shows, movies? Anything come to mind? Um, I would say that probably movies. Um, I'm, I love all of the Marvel series. Um, I'm okay to say that I love all of the Star Wars series. I grew up during that that time. And uh, my boys actually really like to watch. I'm kind of an action movie uh, junkie. So, uh, and, and having uh, three boys, they, they're, they're really liking that too. So that, that's kind of fun to, to, to share that with them. Well, Renee, I am feeling the force that it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> and I also think that you're going to be a superhero for this hospital. And so we appreciate you sharing a little bit of information from your life and your vision for the hospital in this Unprivate Parts podcast. Thank yeah. you and congratulations again. Thank you. And, and and again, I'm just, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of these and looking forward to being out with the rest of the team. Um, just, just really excited to be here. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Unprivate Parts. Be sure to follow Women's Hospital on social media and follow us in your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Thank you for listening.